Hello, and welcome to Daniel K's Let's Plays, the internet's premier audio-only video game Let's Play podcast, hosted by me, Daniel K. Uh, this is episode negative 19 of Daniel K's Let's Plays, and I'm going to be Daniel K's Let's Playing Putt-Putt Goes to the Moon again. Hooray! <laughs> I bet you're on the edges of your seat uh, to find out what kind of crazy adventures we got up to with Putt-Putt on the moon trying to get this rocket ship from this two-headed alien. Um, I'm just going to dive right into it with a little bit of this, this, um, this talking lubricant, which I need sometimes to keep my mouth going without stopping and going, um, um, what's going on? Uh, yeah, (laughs) I might just dive right on in. Here we go. And, uh, alright, so I'm back where I left off, here in front of the spaceship with the two-headed aliens. I haven't talked to them yet. Um, there's also a tree here next to the spaceship, and it has what looks like a pink bird on it. What's going to happen when I click on the bird? The bird's head rotates around and it flaps its wings. And I'll click again. Oh, and its neck extends out in a freakish way. I'll click one more time. Its head's rotating again. So it looks like this bird is going to remain silent, not talk to us or squawk or do anything more interesting than deform itself terrifyingly. All right. I'm going to click on these aliens again. Maybe they have more to say to me. Man, they are hard to understand. You guys are probably having a hard time hearing what they're saying. I am too, and I've got the laptop right here in my face. Uh, Basically, they said, hey, do you have the 10 fucking moon dollars that you need to buy this rocket? And we're like, oh, shucks, I don't have any moon crystal dollars. Where would I get some? And then they said, you could try the blah, 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 blah creature. I didn't hear what they said. They said goodbye. I'm going to try buying one of their ice creams, I think. I'm going to click on it. Oh, shit. The ice cream flew off into the air and then a a machine poked out and squirted more ice cream down. I'm going to click on another one of the cones. Oh, now the ice cream has bounced off and... Oh, it's been eaten by the crazy pink bird. And then another machine has popped out and squirted more ice cream down. The third ice cream is now about to be clicked on by me. Click. Oh, (laughs) it shot out of its cone and splashed the bird in the face. Some fucking physical humor for you. Great. Oh, there's a little sign here which says Rocket Ice Cream, which I guess is the name of the ice cream shop. Uh, And there's, I think this is like a waste paper bin here by the rocket, which I'm going to click on. Oh, sure. (laughs) That's pretty terrifying. Um, A kind of purple monster stuck its long head out of the can. Uh, Maybe I should be taking photos, huh? Let's try and catch that uh, purple monster. He could be in the thumbnail. Uh, be back in a second, kids. Alright, I'm back. And while I was gone, the music changed. Now there's some groovy moon jazz. Oh, it's just changed again. Oh, fuck. Alright, I got the photo with the little purple guy. Uh, now I'm gonna leave, see if I can find some moon bucks or some of those missing parts. So, I'm gonna go back out to the town, which uh, Buggy, or whatever his name, Rover, led me to. There we are. So there's a building right on top of like a big cliff. Uh, there's a big square, sort of boxy looking building, which says Cosmic Quest Diner. Uh, 
there is a path off to the left. And then there's like a little garage looking building called Moon City Cars. Well, obviously, <clears throat> I'm going to go have a look at the cars. Let's drive on over. Here we are, Moon City Cars. Oh, there's this gas. It says gas, I guess. Um, this is a big orange cactus. There's a big uh, orange and purple garage. There's a robotic machine, which I don't know what does, but it has many uh, cables, tubes, and funnels coming off it. Uh, oh, rocket fuel, it says on it. Fucking hell. Cool. So let's go on over and see if I can get some rocket fuel. I'm pumping part of the machine. It's whirring and jittering about. Steam is coming out of it. Uh, it's broggling up and down violently. Is anything going to happen? Oop, something's coming out of it. Oh, a little green slip of paper has popped out. Let's go pick up that paper and see what it is. Oh, it's a note. It says Pup Pup has picked... Okay, Robbie Radar, who's obviously the owner of the uh, rocket fuel establishment. I need to come find him personally if I need to buy his rocket fuel, which sucks. Um, hang on, I'm just going to make sure that you guys are hearing this properly. Alright, hi listeners, it's me again. Uh, I just listened back to a little bit of this show um, and decided that the game audio could be kind of louder, so I just turned the audio up a little bit. Uh, yeah, we're here at the uh, Moon City Gas, Moon City Car Garage. Uh, I've just been told I have to find the guy who sells the gas and they'll be at the Moon Apartments or whatever. There's still one or two things I can click on. Uh, out front of the garage there's a big wooden post. Interesting that it's wooden, maybe it's just wood-coloured metal. But uh, if it was wooden that would imply there were trees somewhere here on the Moon, which would be interesting. Uh, but from the top of the post, there's like a little rocket hanging. I'm going to click on it and see what happens. Oh, it turns into an alien and uh, kind of makes a face at me. Cool. There's a tiny little hole in the ground here. It looks almost like a, you know, one of them golf holes. What are they called? The golf hole. Go into the golf hole. I'm going to click on it. Oh, an alien's poked out and made a funny face at me. Fucking hell. Okay. I'm sensing a pattern. <laughs> What interesting things can happen on the moon? Oh, an alien could poke its head out. Who made this game? George Lucas? Holy shit. Alright, uh, there's a little faucet or tap here on the ground near the hole, but not just above the hole. So if something comes out of this tap, it's not going to go on the hole, it's just going to go on the ground. Let's see what happens if we click on it. Click. Ah, oh, some liquid has uh, sprayed out. It's like pink and blue purple liquid, and it's made a big pool on the ground. And uh, yeah, it's not draining out, it's just sitting there. Oh, but I click on the liquid. Oh, and the alien from the holes just poked its head out. It has a long straw-like nose which protruded out. And it sucked up the liquid and did a little burp and then disappeared. George Lucas did make this game. Let's click on the garage and see if we can go inside. Yep, the door's opened. Now I have to click again. Oh, they close. Open, close. There's no way of going in. There's a little sign here which says rocket fuel. I'm going to click on the sign. Putt-putt says it says rocket fuel. I can see that, putt-putt. Um, I can actually drive past all this and keep on exploring. Further along to the left of the screen. I'm going to do that. Here we go. 
oh, no, I can't. I'm just back into town. Well, that sucks. Okay, listeners, you know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to go back the way I came over that rickety bridge and see what was in that ice cave which I drove past. Here's the bridge over the green liquid. I'm going to go up onto the bridge. Wonder what will happen. Will it break again? Uh, no, I've just driven over the bridge. Nice. So, uh, Buggy, or whatever his name was, he fixed it real good. Rover. Here we are. Here's the ice cave. Let's go inside. Oh, shit. Pep's... Pep has run into the cave. Apparently the dog wants to play hide-and-seek in the cave. Which is the most terrifying idea in the world. I would not want any dog of mine playing hide-and-seek in a cave. Oh, it's a maze minigame! Okay. Alright, well, good. For the next uh, minute or two, you're going to be listening to me slowly solve a maze puzzle. I'm going down. <laughs> now I'm going to the right. Oh, now I'm going up by about a square. Uh, I'm getting a bird's eye view of this this maze, and I'm controlling Putt-Putt's movements by clicking uh, proximally near him, next to him, in any of the four cardinal directions, northeast, south, or west, and that's propelling Putt-Putt in, uh, in that direction. Cool, I'm heading uh, close to the end of this puzzle, where the dog is, waiting at the end of the maze. Here we are. I've exited the maze. That was fun. Good. Well, that was all that was in the ice cave. And now the dog is back inside me, and I'm going to just drive back to the town. There's a crater here I can click on. Uh, what's the bet that an alien will stick its head out? Oh, a bowling ball has popped out. What the fuck? And now it's just rolled off screen. Well, I'm going to click it again. A soccer ball. And the soccer ball has bounced out a second time. Click. Yep, the soccer ball has bounced out in a different direction. A bowling ball again. Oh, and now the bowling ball just bounced back into the hole, which it didn't do the first time. Again, a firing, like a fiery comet. And the bowling ball again. Oh, it's rolling around the whole screen. And it rolled all the way around the screen and then popped back in the hole. That's like ten separate things which happened. Oh, the comet did like a big loop around the hole. Clicking again. Oh, that's the first repeat. That's the first repeat. I'm impressed by all the unique things which happen when you click stuff in this game. Yeah, now we're getting repeats. The bowling ball is uh, rolling around the screen again. Alright, cool. Well, I thought that was going somewhere. I thought like a sports team of aliens was going to poke out and play a game with all the different balls. But uh, I guess that would be too hard to animate, wouldn't it? The, uh, the animators and the game designers, they could only do funny alien heads and they can do ball-shaped things like ice cream. Or, uh, sports balls. When have I said sports ball before? Oh, in the Katamari episode where the cars were playing sports ball. Soccer. Yeah, I thought that rang a bell. Alright, I'm back in town. The uh, Cosmic Diner. There's this big building on top of the cliff as well, which doesn't have a sign. I wonder if that's the apartment. Uh, let's check out... Oh, I, oh fuck the diner. I don't want to go to the diner. Um... Let's see what this big building up on top of the cliff is first. Pup pup is, is pup pup. Pup pup is driving up the cliff, and here we are at the building. Ooh, very futuristic. Oh shit! I can see a key. It's a big key. Uh, it looks like the picture of the spacecraft key, which I need. It's in a display case uh, on the right of the courtyard, which I find myself in. It's like a courtyard in front of this big 
uh, alien, colourful metal dome building, which is all uh, crazy geometric shapes and colours. There's a sign here, which is obviously written in an an alien language, uh, on the left side of the courtyard. I'm going to drive over to it and read it. It says, Moon City Hall. Okay. When I click on the sign, the symbols rearrange themselves until they are in English. Uh, And Putt-Putt says it says Moon City Hall. I'm going to click on the key. Look at those keys. I need a key to start the rocket ship. (laughs) Oh, out's come an alien. An alien's come out. It's got wheels. Oh. Oh, I like doing good deeds. Oh. Stop back anytime. Thanks a lot. Oh, that was the end of the conversation. Well, what kind of fucking good deed do you want me to do, mate? What do you need doing? What <laughs> What morality governs your society, Moon Emperor? Moon Mayor? What was he? He said the moon, the mayor of Moontown? Uh, what happens if I click on the door he just came out of? He was like a big fat green alien with a, a hat, like a top hat on. Did he have a helmet on? I, I don't remember. But he had wheels for legs. Um, there's a hatch on the ground here in the courtyard. There's a dome in the distance. And then there's the door on a crazy building which the alien came out of just then. I'm going to click on the door. Out comes the alien. No, no helmet. Well, hello, hello, hello. Anything I can help you with today? May I have a key, please? You certainly may, my friend. Hooray. After you do your good deed. Thanks, Governor Moonbeam. Not really helpful. Governor Moonbeam. So yeah, he doesn't need a helmet like the two-headed alien does. So he's a different race. Different species of alien. I guess if he was wearing a helmet, then I could deduce that aliens uh, normally have one head. Because he's the same colour as that other alien, and that the other alien was just like a mutation. Alright, let's click on the hatch on the ground here. Oh, an alien snout poked out and sniffed around. It didn't really do anything else. Let's click on the dome. A door opened and shut on the front of the dome. Nothing else happened. There's some antennas. When I click on them, they go buzz. When I click on the sky, a spaceship flies. That's it. I guess I'm leaving here. I've got to do a good deed and then come back. So, fucking hell. I mean, it's a catch-22, isn't it? Because uh, helping Rover get home would be a good deed, but uh, I'd need the key to do that. Uh... There's the space diner to check out, but honestly, I still don't feel like doing it, so I'm just going to see what happens if I just leave the town by the only other road out. Pot-Pot is slowly wheeling his way down the, uh, the road down the cliff. And now we've exited the town. Okay, it's another area. It's kind of hard to describe to you. There's an exit in the bottom left. There's another garage-looking building on the top left. At the top right, there's a construction which I can't describe. It almost looks like a basketball court. Uh, And the bottom right of the screen, there's a strange building uh, accessed by a bridge across a green moat. Let's go check out the basketball court, if that is what it is. It's kind of hard to tell. Oh... Okay, there's some freaky-looking aliens. They kind of remind me of, um... Like, stereotypical aliens from, like, a 70s... 
uh, like Freak Out magazine, like Heavy Metal or like a Cocaine magazine, you know, uh, an underground comic kind of thing. They've got like big mouths, they're crazy uh, colors, one's pink and one's red. They look kind of goofy. They got like a baseball cap and some uh, colorful clothes on. Um, if this is a basketball court, it's really weird. The basketball hoop is a solid metal bucket uh, on a slightly bent pole. Uh, and then there are these three springs in front of it. So I guess I'm going to talk to these aliens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, if you want to know what just happened, well then fuck you. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. One of the cool-looking aliens pulled out a tiny blue ball, like the size of a, a little bouncy ball. Bounced it up and down, threw it through the metal bucket, which it turns out doesn't have a bottom. Uh, and the tiny ball bounced around and threw the bucket. And then the uh, little alien stuck his finger up in the air and, like, gyrated a bit in success. I'm going to talk to the other alien. I wonder if he'll do something sane, like, talk to me. Nope. Just picked up another ball and has chucked it through the bucket. And then he made a little noise when it went through. So these aliens, uh, they do nothing. They just sit around playing basketball. Uh, let's click on these springs. They've got, like, platforms on them, so it looks like I can jump off them. But uh, I don't really have control of my character. I just click on where I want him to go. Uh, I am assuming Putt-Putt is a guy. Uh, I guess cars don't have gender. So, look. Putt-Putt has a personality, so he must have a gender. Uh, I should say... Uh, I guess cars don't have a sex. Yeah, here we are. A car is like a perfect being. The car has no sex, but it does have a gender. Um, wow, what a weird fucking place I've gotten myself. Rewind, and let's just click on the spring. Yeah, Putt-Putt is jumping up and down on the spring. It's just doing it again and again and again. It's jumping up and down. What happens if I click on the bucket? Will he jump through the bucket? No. He's jumped off the spring. He's picked up a ball. He's bouncing the ball around. He's really good at it. And he's just chucked the ball through the bucket. Nice. The aliens didn't react at all. They didn't even blink. Uh, let's click on another one of these springs. Now I'm bouncing on that spring. And now the third and final spring. And now that spring has bounced on by Putt-Putt. My proxy in this video game. And now the first spring. Okay. It looks like there's nothing else to do here. I've jumped off the spring. Uh, yeah, I've exhausted every option. There's nothing I can do. No good deeds here, no interactions. Fuck these aliens. They're just like a pair of stoner aliens. Oh, hello. Joined by the cat. Alright, I'm back in the uh, this big field. It's like a big flat field. Uh, I guess it's next to the town, huh? So there's a road back up to where the town is. Uh, let's check out this kind of building enshrined by a moat with a bridge down to the bottom right. There we are, driven across the bridge. Uh, and now I'm inside the building. There's a series of TV screens and uh, a hatch in the bottom. Oh, there's an alien woman. Uh, she has very long, thin arms, a long, thin face and neck pointy orange shoulder pads on an orange blouse. She has a, an orange beehive hairdo, green uh, uh, earrings and blue skin. Uh, okay. Uh, let's click on it and see what happens. Excuse me. What 
Okay, so this is like a do-it-yourself beauty salon with a beauty machine. I love that Putt Putt's automatic response is, "No, I don't want to. I don't want any of your beauty products. I don't want to change in any way. I'm fucking Putt Putt. I'm the perfect being." <laughs> well, I don't know if I want to use this beauty machine. Oh, there's some beauty products on a shelf over here. I'm going to click on them. Okay, they just went sort of pop and sort of squirted bubbles a little bit. Uh, there's a, a portrait of an Elvis-looking guy in the background of this beauty parlor. I'm going to click on it. It's, it's uh, combed back its hair. Alright, sure, let's just fuck with this beauty machine for a little bit, shall we? And see what happens. Okay, so there's three TV screens doing like a, a duck stack, but with TV screens. Uh, one on top of the other. Uh, next to this big purple hatch in the ground. So let's see what happens if I click on the screens. Click. Oh, the hatch has opened. Ah, an alien's popped out. Oh, it's a, it's a stupid little minigame. So the alien is made up of three elements, a head, a body, and legs, and I can use these three screens to change the head, body, and legs, and that's giving the alien a new look. So the alien's got a, three eyes on its uh, blue head, it's got uh, blue wings in its body, and it's got red legs. Let's change the body. Uh, yeah, I'm cycling through different options. There's like a four-armed alien. There's a pink alien head with a butt on top and one big eye. Oh, there's that sort of squid-looking alien. Oh, there's like a robot woman alien. There's just a, a big eye for a head. Uh, so I've made the change, and there's a big green button here which I'm going to press. Bing! A huge machine <laughs> has dropped down over the alien. It's broggling around. Uh, tubes are coming leading in and out of this machine, and things are obviously squirting in and out through these tubes. I can't see what's happening, though. Uh, the machine is shaking around. Okay, and now all the changes which I've chosen have uh, have, <laughs> have taken place in this alien. That is absolutely horrifying. I've just paused the music. Because, like... <sighs> yeah... I mean, you know why that's horrifying. The alien, it wasn't like it was built out of three parts. It's just I have three options to change. I can change its head, its body, and its legs. So this is just a, a sentient being, a whole normal being, which has come along. I've chosen what it can look like by adjusting uh, through different standard head, legs, and body. And then it's just been surgically altered to look like my decision. Holy fuck. Putt-putt. <laughs> I mean, I guess... Morally, you didn't put this system into place. You just <laughs> carried out its machinations. But still, how can you sleep at night? Um, let's turn on the volume again. And let's move on. Um, <laughs> the alien just said, Thanks for your help. Goodbye. And then it sunk back down into the ground. I'm complicit in its... Uh, <laughs> in that totally useless surgery. Do no harm, Putt-Putt. Do no harm. Alright, let's go to this garage-looking construction up the top left. I've driven across the field. Here we are. Oh, what is this? Oh, it's it's okay. From afar, it looked like a garage. Up close, it's much, much larger than I thought. Uh, it's an, actually an apartment block. 
It says Moon Apartments on a big sign with a picture of a moon attached to it. The sign, that is. Okay. Oh, this is cute. I'm pausing this, the music again so I can talk. So we got a note at that fueling station. It said, hey, come meet me at my apartment, all right? And then it gave us what apartment it was. Uh, the apartments here in this building, they're arranged in a grid. And all up the left side of the building, I can see written one, two, three, four. And all along the top of the building, I can see written A, B, C, D. So this is a little challenge for kids. They've got to pick the right apartment. I doubt anything will go wrong if I pick the wrong apartment. All I need to do is look at the note that I got at the fueling station to see which is the right apartment. But fuck it. I'm just going to do what a kid would do. I'm going to click on all the apartments, starting at the top left, at one, uh, no, at A4. Let's click. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> all right, fuck me. The uh, game designers, oh, holy shit, have thought of this. All right, Putt-Putt has just arrived at the door. Oh, it's a bulldog. Okay. All right. A little tableau has occurred. Uh, so that obviously wasn't... I've, I've paused the game. That obviously wasn't the guy we were looking for. That was an alien bulldog. A horn came from the ceiling of his apartment and played a lullaby. The bulldog who obviously lives in this apartment. Um... Although he's chained up, so he must just be a guard bulldog alien, and the owner is away at work or whatever. Uh, the, but the alien bulldog fell asleep. Some little cat aliens crept in. Uh, they were pink, and they had many, like, sort of millipedinous legs. They crept across the ground, and then they got all the food out of the fridge, and they stole it. So, what's happened, listeners, is the game designers have put in place this mechanism to stop kids from just pressing every single one of the apartments. And that is, when you press the apartment, Putt-Putt drives all the way across the field, all the way to the apartment block. He gets in an elevator and he slowly rides the elevator up to the floor that the apartment you've selected is on, and then he slowly drives across the apartment block till he gets to the door, and then he goes in. It takes like 15 fucking seconds, and it would be interminable to sit here and just click on every single one of the apartments. So yeah, I'm going to read the note and see which is the right one. Uh, we're still here out front of the Bulldog's apartment. Uh, oh, okay. Third floor, yep. Third floor, apartment B, yada, yada, yada. I thought I could read the note, but I have to let Putt-Putt read it for me. All right, I'm going to exit the Bulldog's apartment. Here we are. So, third floor, apartment B. That would be this one here, 3B. Putt-Putt is going down the elevator. is driving to the door. And here we are at the apartment door. Hello, who are you? Oh! It's a woman. Oh. Cool. So I guess that was like a little kid alien. It sounded like a little kid. It was like a short little green alien in a dress with some spiky hair and a very cute voice that said, uh, "Robbie, 
the gas, the alien fuel guy has gone down to the second floor apartment B, I think she said. I think it was apartment B on the second floor. So we're going to go there now. Hopefully find this gas man. I'm the gas man. Second floor apartment B. She might have said D. I mean, the sound quality in this game, I don't know. Here we are. Oh, there's a bat. The bat reached out and turned off the lights in the apartment. So this is obviously the wrong apartment. Because that is not a gas man and it's not any new information either. So let's go to second floor apartment D instead of B. Here we are. Hello. May I help you? Oh my gosh. I'm looking for Robbie Radar and some rocket <laughs> I see. Sorry to say it, but he just left. Wow. Do you know where Listen to this guy. He's... He went to the first floor... Apartment C. Here, take these directions. Great. First floor apartment C. That was a fucking stud of an alien. <laughs> it was like an enormous triangle-shaped uh, bodied... <laughs> a bodybuilder kind of thing. Uh, yeah, but he had a nice voice. You heard that. Fuck, it was smooth. Uh, first floor apartment A, did it say? I think it said A. Let's go to first floor apartment A. Here we are, it's out the door. Ooh, it's like a judo karate alien. Aw. Okay, that was just a little tableau. A little nothing. So it must not have been A. First floor apartment... What did it say? Let's try B again. Oh, it was probably C, wasn't it? Oh. There's an alien in a bathtub, and then it sunk back down the water, and the water was, like, green when it splashed out. Kind of gross. It was a big blobby alien, too. Uh, not that that's a bad thing. You can be... Oh! Hello, I'm Robbie Radar. Hey! Can I help you? Hi, I'm Peppa. It's Robbie Radar. I'm rocket field for the spaceship, so I can get back to Earth. Cool. Well, I just happen to have some rocket fuel. Nice. Wow, Robbie Radar's a nice guy. Okay, so it's at the gas station, he just said. So now i got to go to the gas station. Robbie Radar is a short little green alien in a space suit, and he's got radars on his head. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hi again, pup pup. Great. Great. Okay. Thanks, Robbie. Um, cool. So now in my inventory, I have this rocket fuel. Uh, Robbie was an interesting guy. He had like uh, cleft feet, like a, almost like a moose or a camel, like a sort of bifurcated foot, just two big long toes, and uh, he had three fingers on his hands. It's a short, stubby little guy with green. Uh, they looked like organic uh, radar dishes, like they were part of his flesh that had grown into like a dish shape, and they had like a little antenna sticking out of each one, but it looked like part of his actual like flesh body that had grown to be a, a radar dish, which I guess, I mean, could happen. Alright, so now I'm going to leave the gas station. I'm back in the middle of town here. I guess I should... Yeah, I'll tell you what. Join me next episode, listeners, and we'll check out this fucking diner finally, because we've been fast-travelled back to the town. Uh, we've still got a few other things to check out. 
uh, back in that field, there was the, that other way that I could have gone, which I haven't explored yet. Which is nice. Feels good to have unexplored areas. Um, yeah. Okay. Game paused. Join me next time, listeners. Thanks for uh, thanks for your company on this wonderful uh, journey through Putt Putt. More and more is dawning on me that actually, as a kid, you know what I played? I think I played the demo. Because I remember, like, not much of this. I remember nothing. I don't remember any of this. I don't remember the buggy. I don't remember the green lake. I don't remember the two-headed aliens. I don't remember uh, Robbie. I don't remember anything like that. I vaguely remember the ice cream. But I think I, like... I think I played the demo, which is like one or two things that you can do, one or two screens to explore. So great, we're all coming on this wonderful journey together, and it's fresh, it's fresh and new, uh, uh, untrodden ground, unsalted earth, as it were. I say that as if I'm not mining this uh, this kind of a fucking nostalgia trend by doing this, you know. Uh, I guess it's not the biggest trend in the world. I mean, not not everyone is playing putt putt, are they? Uh, there's probably a whole bunch of YouTube Let's Plays of Putt-Putt, but uh, given that there's no audio-only Let's Plays uh, podcasts out there, apart from mine, full stop, no other audio-only Let's Play podcasts are playing Putt-Putt. So strap yourselves in, listeners. We're going to see this through to completion. <laughs> thanks thanks again. Please don't unsubscribe. In fact, tell your friends that I'm a cool guy and that they should listen. Uh, that would make me feel nice. Uh, and really that's all we were put on this earth to do wasn't it this is make me feel nice good old protagonist Daniel king of the planet thanks everyone see you around bye bye there's that stop button there it is I do use asparagus daily, but not as a main course. Plus, I have to add my own originality. It wasn't easy. It was your first time to battle a French chef, uh-huh. right? Did you change your tactics? Not really. I do sometimes work with uh, top French chefs in New York, and I don't really care who I'm going against. I just want to be satisfied with what I do, what I create. And you are satisfied today? Yes. And now the dishes of Iron Chef Morimoto. I would like you to dip them into the mayonnaise. And this one, the cream cheese and pepper leaf buds. You have to use caviar to add saltiness to the to the dish. This is not something for everyone. Quite honestly speaking, you're offending our taste buds. This isn't bad. But uh, I can't help but feel that there are too many flavors to this. I cater to people in New York. It's a melting pot there. I have to make, I have to use many flavors, mixed flavors, harmonized. With the salt, it's just unbearable. (laughs) But after shaking it off, it's good. It's like a beautiful woman coming out of the dark.